Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Max. B-Tech Smith and Steve Max. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. <laughs> What's going on, D. Ted Smith? What up, Steve? Things are good. I'm happy to see you. Yeah, here I'm in we good are. Good mood today. Are you? Yes, yeah, Steve. I have a place to live again. Oh, yep, yep. It's official. That is great news, man. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to fix these things. I, I don't understand what the hell is going on. I give up on this board. Is it something wrong now? No, I mean, everything is recording fine, but I look at the the, the VU meters. Yeah. You know, like the little things that tell us if we're in the red or not. The needles? The needles. The right needle is working just fine. The left needle is completely flaccid. Yeah. I mean, at this point, they've just given up. Yeah, we we are about to uh, move to a new building. And yeah. you, you, if you want to see the epitome of zero Fs given... Come to Intercom Seattle, because right now nobody gives a crap about this building. None of the equipment matters. If it's falling apart, oh well, we've got new equipment waiting for us in about four months. Yeah, and or I don't three bl- months. Yeah, three months, and I don't blame them. No. I mean, it's the it's the right way. It's just funny. It's just like, yeah, no, the, the emails like this doesn't work or that doesn't work. They're 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 over. Yeah, I mean, basically, like, hey man, that's not working. The response, if there was a response, which usually there's not, but if there was a response, I think they would just write, "Suck it up, Buttercup." I mean, things in the studio are so old school that like two weeks ago. The internet on the main computer. So when you, if you've ever seen a picture of our on-air studio, yeah, there's the person that runs the board, right? So mm-hmm. in the morning time, but well, Danny's doing it for you, right? Danny does it for us, and then, and what then Rob- Castle does it. Is is Mission Control? Yeah, like Taryn's going to be behind it, and then Robin's doing it for us. <laughs> so during Castle's shift, the internet didn't work. <laughs> now, I don't know a ton about the internet, but now we just have a strung or a strung. A sh- like a cord strung up overhead. Is that why that's that way? Yes. And there's like a panel missing off of it. It's just like, we're using cord for internet. I don't know. It just seems crazy. Everything is weird. I honestly thought we were building a tent inside of our studios, and that was the cord that we were going to use. Like <laughs> right? it, it, it honestly is just, it looks like as if we are working in a crack den. And, yeah. oh, wow, the power doesn't work over here. Let's run a cord into our neighbor's house, and we'll plug into their outlet, and we'll just use a, a, a surge protector, and now we have electricity. Yeah. It, it is insane. Right, and I feel bad. As the engineer, Matt, is a real nice dude. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he, he just looks so stressed these days. Because he's basically an engineer for the current studios, and he is in the middle of building the new studios, and it's Correct. a one-man operation. Yeah, I know. We in the men's yeah. room, man. We hit him with something last week. We're like, we got a great idea. Can you help us? And his look was just like, thanks, guys. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, it's a great idea. Can you see in my eyes the letter F in one eye and the letter U in the other? <laughs> it could like, or could you wait for like three months? Right. The, I'm sure it already could be done in the new studio. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting, and I, I'm excited about. I know some people stress out about change and moves and things. And oh my gosh. I love it. I'm excited to have a new facility. I'm not excited that we won't have an office anymore. That's uh, the only thing that seems odd. That's a giant kick in the balls. Because uh, right now, our morning show, which basically BJ and I, we have an office that we share, but BJ's never there, so I have an office to myself. Yep. And then you, Miles, and Thrill share an office. Correct. Robin's got her own office. Castle and Taryn Cass- share an office. Right. So between everybody on the metal shop, they... No, they just got a little area in the, in the production room. But yeah. everyone on air has their own, like place that they can close the door keep their stuff in the new move it's like hey great news new new facilities new building closer to downtown all these restaurants everything's awesome oh and by the way all of you that have offices you're not going to have an office anymore and i was really bummed about that because i'm like you know i kind of like having my own little area yeah creatively i work better by myself than with a lot of hustle and bustle going on and i'm trying to explain it to our boss and he's like yeah i get it man I mean, my office I'm getting is about the third of the size of the office that I'm in right now. I mean, how much does that suck? And I looked at it, and I'm like, I need to borrow those FU uh, contact lenses that our engineer has. Because I'm like, you still have an office, man. Like, you still have your own office. Like, don't, that's like, I never understand people like when you're like, hey, man, I'm getting screwed. I'm losing an office, which is not the end of the world. I'm not like, this is not the biggest problem in, that we're you know encountering. But when you're telling somebody that and then they come back going, yeah, I totally feel your pain. I have an office, but it's going to be smaller than the office that I have right now. Yeah. Like, thanks. Yeah. Cool, brah. Yeah. It's like when, when, like, if you bitch about renting, somebody's like, yeah, well, the properties I own, like, different, different. 
Right. Like, oh. I, <laughs> different. Sorry. Right. It's like, I'm having a hard time finding a date and just a good girl. I, I hear you, man. The three women that I bang that live with me that are fine with me banging the other two, they, they're all on vacation. I can't hang out with them right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. But I want to talk a little bit before we get to the push ups and all the other stuff. You mentioned you got a new place. Yes, Steve. That's exciting. It is. Let's not dwell on the crap that is that we're losing our offices and our studios are falling apart. The Ted Smith is not going homeless. No, not going homeless. He can still walk to work. You don't have to move to Puyallup and live in our guest bedroom. No. That would there, be a difficult walk to work. There was, a talk, there was talk about it. Yes. Yeah, so the place is a little bit smaller than my place is now, mm-hmm. which. That isn't awesome, but it's still like I can still walk to work. Yeah, you sound like our boss now. All of a sudden, oh, I got a place, but it's not as big as the old place. Yeah, no kidding, right? <clears throat> but I can still walk to work. Mm-hmm. Got a washer dryer in there. Still have a deck, and still, uh, and now have a gas fireplace. Ah, I yeah. thought of you while I was in church. We have a, all right a new pastor. And he was, he was, he had a sermon and there was a part that made me think about the troubles that you're having. Cause I remember last week you said that there was a new place. Problem is that it's a lot smaller than the place that you're in now. And he shared a story about Moses and right. how Moses uh, at one point had like a palace, like just living large. Right. All right. And then he leaves the palace to become a shepherd. All of a sudden downsizing his life completely yeah. going from palace to being a guy that's just, you know, handling basically on a farm and that moment when he left the palace and gave up all of that stuff the palace being your current apartment mm-hmm. and became a shepherd and downsized to the new apartment is when he got closer to god yeah and so i mean i'm downsized this, i mean it's not like i'm becoming a shepherd yeah you're totally becoming a shepherd it's ted <laughs> the shepherd here ted the shepherd the ted shepherd well and the other thing and steve <laughs> ted shepherd ted shepherd <laughs> And Steve can attest to this. You can be honest. It won't be mean. But, like, the extra space I'm losing, it's not really productive space now. It's just kind of crap laying around. I think downsizing is going to be good for you. So do I, honestly. It's going to force you to purge the unnecessary amount of junk that is in your home. I mean, Yeah, just clutter. And it's not like junk, like garbage, like plates, like, you know, dirty dishes. It's Ted's got a lot of stuff. That he doesn't need anymore. Like that whole entertainment center. Right, that can go. Yeah, you don't need that. And it takes up a big chunk of your living room. You can completely wipe that out. And in a smaller place, you'll probably have similar amount of room if you just ditch that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'll ditch that. There's no reason to have that giant stereo. No. Like, I'll just just get... Get a nice Bluetooth. Get a Bluetooth, right? Mm -hmm. Hang the TV on the wall. Yep. Plus... I the the only real fear, and we'll figure it out. Might just have to downsize the tree, but but oh, the Christmas tree. Yeah, so might have to get a smaller tree. But the idea of having a fireplace to actually hang a stocking seems pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I deserve a stocking on there too. Oh, all yeah, right, I'm I'll jumping put a Steve in. I'll buy. I'll buy the stocking. Stock a Steve. Steve. There's got to be a way to put Steve and stocking together. Stocking Steve. <laughs> stocking Steve. And Ted the Shepherd. Oh. That's awesome, dude. I'm happy that you found a place. Oh, I was I'm so stre- relieved. I was stressed for you, obviously, because <laughs> that's that's a that's a. I mean, I know like our boy Glenn from uh, Windowpane yesterday on the Migs cast that he's a part of. He was sharing his issues. He was going basically going rent to own the house that he's renting. He was going to buy. To buy. And there's a lot of like just like anytime you're buying a home, it's like all these weird curveballs get thrown your way. And the person that's selling the home is like kind of being unreasonable. She's like, well, if you can't buy it by this point, then I need you out. And it's like, so now he's like in limbo. And I'm like, maybe cooler heads will prevail. And eventually she'll calm down and realize she's being a complete and utter bitch about this. And that you'll be able to stay until you get this cleared up. Because sometimes the house buying process takes a lot longer than you anticipated. But it doesn't mean that that they're being denied the loan. It's just they got to present more information. He's got to show that he has credit. It's a... So it's dude. I just went through it. Yeah, I, I, I was, thought I was of trying you. to buy. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy though. That that's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to celebrating. Hopefully, you can fit me in there. I mean, I know you're downsizing, and I'm a big boy. Well, it's not that. Yeah, it's not that much. I mean, you know what I mean. Sorry, just, Steve. Can't have you in. It's just more of an apartment because yeah. before I was just living in a condo that I was renting. Yeah. So it'll be cool. Well, Plus, I just can't get over like ah, I can still walk to work. That is nice, I know. dude. There are many times. You know, I don't mind it. A lot of people ask. Not a lot of people. I'm talking like as if I'm like, everywhere I walk, people are asking, Steve, how do you handle that commute from Chihuahua? Hey, uh, Steve. Hey, Steve. Oh, again, another person asking about it. All right, let me tell you. I don't mind driving into work. It's leaving anytime after like 1.32 o'clock. It's just, I don't get how we have rush hour traffic that early. 
And it's like, those are those moments where I'm like, man, it would be awesome if I could just walk home. Yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, and that's the thing for me, too. Like, well, I mean, it's I'll bring this up with a TED Talk, but for me, I just know how I am and how I uh, poorly budget time. Yes. And I'm just like, adding a 40-minute bus ride, I just, I was like, I just don't know, like... I don't want to do it. I think you can handle it coming to work. It's that minute that you're done with work. The last thing you want to do is especially deal with public transportation. Yeah. F that. Right. So I just know me. So I was just like, all right, it's a little bit smaller, but it still got it. You know, it still had all the things I wanted and I could still walk to work. I was like, I'm doing it. Yeah. And now just like Moses, you will be closer to God. Oh, a shepherd. Ted the shepherd. The Ted shepherd. I did play the shepherd once. I was shepherd. See? In the Christmas pageant. Well, it's it's almost like the role is meant for you to be it. Yeah. Dude, I should come to your church on Christmas Eve. You, that would be awesome. I mean, granted, usually drunk because it's my birthday. But I, with this beard, I could pull off a real shepherd look. <laughs> oh, you were going to say you wanted to come in as Santa Claus. Oh. Yo, it's young Santa in the house. Hey. Blah, 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 blah. Who wants gifts? Sit on my lap, bitches. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, what, what do you want, kid? Who cares? Let's see your mother. <laughs> <laughs> what, Steve? I got to leave your church? I just got here. Santa's here. Santa's drunk. You don't tell Chris Kringle where to go. Hey, father, do you call it? You, you have priest? What you pastors. With? Pastor. Pastor Pat. <laughs> Let me get that grape drink. Pastor Clarence, but all right. <laughs> Pastor Pat's a rapper. <laughs> all right, why don't we get our grape push-ups? Drink. It's uh, called wine. Yeah, Santa knows. Just pass it over, fella. <laughs> Put it in one of them nice gold cups. You got some of that purple drink? Dude, I mean, I know this would probably be sacrilege. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had chalices from like a church? I'm thinking like the Catholic Church. Those things are huge. And we're just drinking light beers out of them. Only at Christmas. Only at Christmas. I'm in. I'm in. Right? All right, let's get on. Away off. in a manger. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Right. When are we going into strip clubs? All right, hit it. Oh, little town, Bethlehem. <laughs> and that will be the last time that Ted is invited to my church for Christmas. <laughs> and Steve. And me too. Right. Steve's been kicked out. In fact, Ted, maybe you need to make a little more room in that small apartment. Right, because you now have a roommate. <laughs> you now have a new roommate. <laughs> All right, let's get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. Very special push-up All right, song. I'm pumped to hear this. I'm pumped for this because this is a, a song featuring our dude, A.J. Francis. Former Seahawk, current Washington Redskins. Go Terps. Future hip-hop star. He goes by Frank, and the C is the sense sign. And so I grabbed the song off of his upcoming record, OTA, which is great. Yeah. He's got a song already on Apple and Spotify, and it's called European. Um, I was going to go with that one, but we might have to talk about my dilemma behind that one. All right. All in, a, right. in a little bit. We might not have time in this break. But I want to kick things off with a little music from our, our friend AJ Francis. I'm really impressed by the music that he's, he's, he's putting down. I learned yesterday that he recorded this. He told me he recorded this record, right? It was, uh, you know, at a, a cool studio. I find out that the studio that he recorded at is the Sausage Castle. That's insane. Mike Busey. Turns out we had Mike Busey on the on the Mixcast yesterday. Turns out Did you? Our mutual friend is AJ Francis. And then AJ and I talked for a while yesterday about it. He's like, Oh yeah, that's where I recorded my record. I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? You told me you played all the songs. I didn't know that's where you recorded. I would ask for a tour of the studio. Orlando's a weird place. It is. Yeah. Kinda wanna move there. <laughs> all right, let's get things going. This is AJ Francis, aka Frank. And the song is called P-Y-E-D-F. It's all about money. All like right. Yen, dollars, francs. Oh. Yep. Get 10, mega family. Here we go. I'm authentic, real game, no gimmicks. All these other chickens looking right like a scrimmage. And you know my girl is spamming. I'ma take a hand, then I'ma take a penny. Take a penny. I'ma take her to Montana All my sex I do is safe And I got a Jewish bank And I got a newer place Right next to a huge lake Fuck the fucking HOA Cause they always call the Jakes Neighbors think I'm moving weight Only looking where I stay Counting euros, dollars, francs That's my best friend That's my best friend That's me. I like that he's saying he's, uh, I live by a big lake. I was there. I saw it. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that, too, about the Franks. I didn't yeah. think about that. That's his best friend. Best friend. Best. Yeah. It's dope beat. 
TED Talks, starring Dtech Smith. Uh, today's TED TED Talk, uh, kind of what we were talking about earlier before the cast and stuff. And I want to remind people, like, stay true to yourself. Now, I don't mean running around. Chugging 40 saying F the world. That's who I am. They got to get used to it. That's right. Including clown posse. <laughs> right? F the world. I just mean stay true to you in the sense of like, you know, if you have a gut feeling and like, I, I, this doesn't seem right. Like, you don't have to go along with it, you know? And you don't always, and sometimes to, you know, there's things that'll happen, whether it's your personal life or work, and you just kind of got to go through it, but still be you. You know what I mean? You can make Change, you know, you should always be changing, but I, I just want people to like, you know, just stay true, man. Like, you, you know what your path is. Well, making changes is also staying true to who you are. If, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think the people who stick with how they, they like create, who, who, not created, but they are some, some type of a person and refuse to make any changes because it doesn't fall in line with that. And they, they, they worry about the expectations others have on them. And it's like, no, we're all adults. Over the course of our entire life, we're going to change yeah. as we grow older. Embrace it. Make the changes, and and I'm with you, bro. I we it's funny we were went on a little bit of a tangent yesterday uh, about that because we had Mike Busey on, and a lot of people seem to hate Mike Busey because yeah. of well, you know his his the way he looks, the parties that he throws. But when you talk to him, really nice guy, super nice guy, and you hear about. I mean, basically all he wants to do is just live a fun life and make the most out of his life. And I and what I liked about him. And what I like about a lot of people, you and a lot of people in my life that I, I, I think are awesome, is that you're unapologetically who you are. You, yeah. don't, you don't try and be someone that you're not. Uh, obviously, there are times where we all have to kind of put on like maybe like you know, our corporate hat or our you know, like less offensive hat, whatever. I don't know what it is. You know, like going to church, you're not going to show up drunk as Santa Claus saying <laughs> right. F the world, right. blasting insane clown posse. But you know what I mean? Like when, when someone is just who they are, and aren't like trying to be anything other than that. I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. You know, it's like, to me, the greatest compliment, eh, I shouldn't say the greatest, but one of the greatest compliments what we do, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we could be funny on the radio or say something people really like, but I, I think I can, I know what you're about to say. It's when people say, wow, it is a lot bigger than I anticipated. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> right. That's our egos I'm talking about. Yeah. I just like it when, when. I, I love it when people like will email in or something and be like, "Yeah, I met Steve or I met Ted, and they're they're like what I expected. Like they're nice and stuff in person too. Like that, right. th- to me, that's a huge compliment. You know, I, I'm with you, dude. It was funny. I was reading about something going on in the world of radio, and I was reading a bunch of comments about a certain individual. Yeah, and there were a few people. A lot of people like were like very complimentary towards this person, but there were a few people like, "Look, I'm not at all going to say nice things about this person. I met them. They were this. They were that. They treated me this way." And I'm like, "Gosh." I hope I'm never going to be accused of something like that. I know we all have bad days, and I, sure. and I try my best. And I have a couple in the back. I mean, you know, let's take a quick break. We should talk right. about this because right. um, I think it's an interesting conversation about those times when maybe you did not give a good impression to somebody and why. All right. All right. When the Mega Cash returns. These two guys can handle their own. They can handle me, too. Wait. Never mind. The Megacast will be back with the text Smith and Steve. Ain't much I can do, but I do what I can. But I'm not a fool, there's no need to pretend. Just because you got yourself in some shape, it doesn't mean I have to come deal with it. You handle your own when you become a man. And become a man when you handle your own. Ain't much I can do, but I do what I can. Hey, is that one of those unicorn drinks? Yep. I thought they only had them last week. I don't know. I asked for a unicorn drink and this is what they gave me. What are those little brown sprinkles floating on top? Not sure, but they keep sticking to the roof of my mouth. Introducing the new unibrow frappuccino only at Starbucks. It's kind of like I, I have a fur ball or something. The new unibrow frappuccino from Starbucks. We're raising eyebrows. Oh. We're going to do this thing? Um, yes. Well, come on then. I'm coming. Wait. That didn't sound right. Hello, Emma. The Megacast is back. Hey, ain't nothing wrong 
Before we uh, do Who is that, Steve? Is that Florida Georgia Line? I think that's Lady Annabelle. All right. I'm pretty sure Anytime it's Anytime I hear one that I kind of like, I go, is that Florida Georgia Line? Because they write catchy, fun songs. Right. I would love to be a, a roadie for Florida Georgia Line. I feel like the FGA gets lots of A. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. I I mean, sorry. You go to like you go to EDM shows. There's a ton of hot chicks and stuff, and they're not wearing much. They're not wearing much, which is offensive. That's why I don't go to those shows. Yeah, you go, you know, rap shows, rock shows. I feel like rock shows and rap shows have the fewest number of chicks. Yeah, but there is some awesome dimes in the crowd. Yeah, but for me, the country crowd by far, like they're not dressed nearly as slutty as the EDM girls. No, but just they all have blonde hair and they're wearing boots and like short skirts. shorts. Like or skirts. I love jean shorts, man. Jean shorts and cowboy boots mm. with um, a white tank top or a black tank top. I mean, it doesn't matter what yeah. color the tank top is. And a flannel either wrapped around wrapped well, around or wrapped or, around the waist at some point. But not to sound pervy and creepy, but I'm about to. At some point, you need to take that off around your waist because I want to look at your butt. I, well, the other one I like is when they wear the flannel and then it's just buttoned down enough so you can see the cleavage. Oh, like the country girls, just they yeah, have it. They're the best. I know. Dude, I wish I liked country music. I know. I would go to all the concerts. Well, even just like, I just, I like girls out in the burbs better. Like I spent all night in a coma on Saturday yeah. and I was like, these South End girls are just more my speed. Dude, South End in general is so much, no offense, any other area, but I've lived in the North End. It wasn't very exciting. It wasn't bad. This Linwood was kind of boring. Yeah, but that's the problem. You were in Linwood. Right. I feel like right. if you go out to like Snohomish, Everett, Lake Stevens, even you're starting to get more of the kind of the, the country girls again. But man, Puyallup, Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. Like when we went to Trappers the last time. Like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I even said to Steve, I was like, why am I so worried about staying in the city being single? I shouldn't even be off. Like, these, I have a much better chance with girls there, too. Yeah, you would have a much better, yeah. A, I, I feel like people are less standoffish. Yeah. Uh, and also, there are so many hot chicks. Yes. Ted, you would make a, you would be a very happy camper. Even Spokane, I was happy. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I love it. But, um, get at me, country girls. Holler at your boy. (laughs) Yeah, at Twitter, the Ted Smith, two E's, the Ted Smith, CastW.com. You know what it is. I thought it was the Ted Shepard. The Ted (laughs) Shepard. Dude, next time we have an event, I'm going to come dressed as a shepherd. That'd be awesome. Right? Just a big staff. And and never explain to people why. Well, I mean, I assume the mega family would know. Yeah, but other people won't. They won't. Um,. I mentioned right before we went to the break about, you know, you always try and come off to the best of your abilities when you meet people. And you mentioned how, like, you love seeing the text messages when people say, hey, you know, I met you or I met Steve and it was a great experience. Yeah. Have you ever had, though, an experience where you kind of look back on it and you wish you could have done it again? Oh, yeah. Like, I can yeah. count a few of them on hand. The one I remember the most, and I, uh, man, this was years ago. I, how should I explain this? Either way, it ended up like we were at a rock show. Mm-hmm. There was like a, a girl that would always say, she was like, hey, you should come over there and meet my friend. Now, this night did turn out well. So I ended up meeting a very hot girl out of it. Okay. But we went to like a club or something and look, all right, look, full disclosure. I was not in a great place. This was years ago. Right. Somebody may have give, given me something and I said, all right, sure, I'll try it. Okay. Valley Ranchers. No. Like, you know what? It was a pain pill. All right. Okay. That's never really been my thing. No, this was I know like you. eight years ago. I've never known you to ever. Right? Yeah. You and I both were not. I, I get too itchy when I've taken them just for like the right reasons. Yes. I don't want to go near them with alcohol. But I was already kind of drunk. The chick was really hot. So right. I was like, sure. Let's party. Yeah. So then like we went back to the, like her neighborhood and stuff. There was a hot tub. Basically, I wake up on a couch uh-huh. in like my boxer shorts. Oh, boy. Yeah. And like. The girl and her mom are like, oh, you were pretty wild last night and a little handsy. And I'm like, oh, God. The girl and the mom? And the mom. Oh, boy. And then, like, outside, luckily, the neighbor had left, like, my shorts, my wallet, and everything. 
So then, right? What the hell happened, I, dude? I'm telling you that 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 basically was like my one time trying a pain pill while drinking, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah, because I mean, it was like a complete blackout. Wow. So you fast forward a few years later, right? And I, I mean, I felt bad about it. Yeah, they were cool. They were just like, ah, oh, you're crazy. But you fast forward a few years later, I'm doing an event at a car toys, and one of the guys that works there goes, "Hey, man, I met you before and hung out with you." And I go, "Oh yeah, where at?" And he goes. It was like at a hot tub at an after party. Oh boy! And Renton and I just looked. at it, I said, "Man, that is not normally me." I was so. And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." The girl explained that like that's not normally you. And I mean, I felt bad. I mean, I still kind of feel bad about it. Did you I get all touchy feely with him too. No, but I think I was like smacking a guy, like smacking asses in the hot. Like I was, I was that. I was a complete a hole, dude. Ted was having his own hip hop video. Yes, but right, <laughs> pouring champagne on chicks, uh, popping bottles. Nobody's asking for it. Yeah. No. Everyone's like, this is supposed to be a chill time in the hot tub. Yeah. We were listening to Pink Floyd, and this guy's busting out bottles of Andre and spraying us with them. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like that's what you're like, do you, like, yeah, like, or like, uh, one time I ran into a dude at a Sounders game, uh-huh. and I, and like, he's talking to me, and I just run into my ex, so I hadn't seen him in like two oh. years. And I remember just being like, I couldn't even talk to him, and I just kind of was like, sorry, man, and walked away. And then he emailed me, and I emailed him back, like, I am so sorry. Yeah. I was just having an emotional moment. I didn't know what to do, so I just walked away. It's tough, man. So, yeah, I remember him, and I feel terrible. I, I'm the same way. I mean, hell, we talked about the last one, even in Spokane, where I didn't realize yeah. you know, I was being standoffish, and that, that I felt awful about that. The one time, though, I, there's one that I remember, that I'll, I and it happened not too long ago, and I... To this day, it's like it's one of those moments when you're like, I didn't control my emotions. All right. I should have just walked away from it. But after a while, sometimes people that are trying to be dicks to you get to you to the point where you, you snap. And Oh yeah. And more often than not, then they don't they don't ever they don't ever own up to being the jerk that led to that moment and probably share that story with people. And, and and leave out the fact that well they were poking poking you until you finally poking snapped. the bear right yeah you're right Rawr. so it was at a charity show for one of our former rock girls who was battling brain cancer oh yeah great girl so I went there to a show support b I was going to play with a band that was playing that night as part of like the fundraiser and like they were rotating members of different people so I was going to play drums on a song and all this helping raise money for her cause. Sweetheart of a girl. Did you get some chili that night? Am I thinking the same? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Great time. Met some, saw some old familiar faces. So I was catching up with a couple of people that I haven't seen in a while because a lot of former rock girls and people that are like boyfriends of the rock girls. And over the years, you kind of get to know a lot of these people. And sure. In a way, the rock girls and their significant others become part of your family in a sense, like part of the KSW family. Right, you even know. If, even if they're no longer a rock girl, they're always welcome. Yeah. So BSing with a few drunk guy who is friends with someone that I know. I would say a friend. We don't know each other super well, but like every time I see the dude, I'm always happy to see him. He knows a few guys here at KSW as well. So his friend... Do I know this person? Probably. I bet you've met him. Turn it off. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, he's a great guy, and it's yeah. not about him. It's his, right. He has a friend or a roommate who's drunk. Okay. And as I'm talking, apparently this guy, I don't know why, but decides I'm going to bother Steve. He's like, oh, you're the radio guy. I'm like, yeah, man. Say something funny. I'm like, I'm like what? He goes, you're not funny. I don't like you. Blah, blah, blah. I think you suck. And I'm like, cool, man. Like, just trying to blow it off. Right. You know, but it's like, I'm not getting into an argument with this guy at a benefit show and all this. So he just keeps going and going. It's fine. I just pull him aside and go, look, man. You want to be a loser, go on and be a loser, but go F yourself. I don't need to talk to you. And then I started going to like, I basically t- like broke down why he's a loser and then said, I make too much money to deal with an idiot like you. So you don't think I'm funny, but I'm getting paid to listen to you. So go blank off. Like just going off on him. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I, I was just, I just snapped and I was like, I'm just going to go for whatever I think will hurt this guy. Yeah. And then his buddy who I do like Comes over my I'm sorry. He kind of like the guy eventually like kind of walks away with his tail between his legs or whatever, and and everyone can tell I'm pretty pissed. And there's not like a ton of people watching this, like yeah. three or four people. And the guy 
And the, the part that I feel most bad about, I still don't feel very bad about being a dick to that guy because he was just being, I'm like, bro, I'm here for a freaking charity thing for my friend. I don't need to justify whether or not you find me funny or entertaining or anything along those lines. I'm here for my friends. So go leave me alone. Yeah. Well, the buddies and like, hey, man, I'm sorry. My roommate's drunk. And I'm like, dude, I don't even want to talk to you right now. Like, that's your roommate. Like, you, you need to control that guy because I don't need to put up with that kind of crap. I do like you, but I don't want to even deal with you right now. And I just basically told him to go, you know, leave me alone. I wasn't like, I didn't tell him to go F off. But I was like, just leave me alone, man. I don't even want to talk to you. And he's since then never been an issue with that guy. He's yeah, great. Yeah. But the other guy, I do still feel I didn't handle it right. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where I'm like, gosh, I didn't need to go off on the guy. And it's funny, like one time I was talking with one of the dudes that works here and he mentioned something. Have you ever like gotten pissed off and like just went off on someone? I'm like, yeah, and you know the person. Yes. Um, Yeah. And it was like one of those things. And it's funny, that guy recently commented on something on my, he, he sent me a message on like Facebook, just said, you suck. And I just like liked it. Right. And I didn't realize it was him at first. And then I clicked on it and I was like, oh, I remember that face. I'll never forget that face. And then I also saw, oh, the mutual friend is that one guy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's that guy, whatever. So I just liked it. I was like, I'm not even going to engage with this guy. So I click on his profile and there's a, you know, on Facebook we have, we get, you you hit 5,000 friends, you can't add anyone else. So I can't, I, I have a crap ton of people I can't add. I wish I could, but I just, Facebook won't let me. And apparently he's one of those people. Oh, so maybe that's why he's pissed. I feel like that. I was like, I never get that. And I've, I've noticed that from time to time where like, you know, someone's commenting about another station and goes, well, yeah, I don't like music in the mornings. And if I did, I'd listen to stupid BJ and Steve and I'll click on the guy's profile. I'm like, we're friends. This guy requested me to be like, the f- like, I don't, I don't reach out and try and befriend people on social media that I don't necessarily like. Like that seems ridiculous. Like what? So part of me is thinking this guy's probably butthurt because I never was able to add him and got drunk and decided he's going to show me. And it's like, bro, I would add everybody if I could. I can't. Right. It's like it's like being in fifth grade and you like a girl, so you're mean to her. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, bro. Like if you hate me that much, why the f did you request me to be your friend? Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, it was weird. Because, I mean, there's certain, I mean, look, I'll be dead honest with you. There's certain radio personalities in this town that I kind of know, mm-hmm. but I don't really care for. And if I'm at an event, and we're at the same event, like, I just don't talk to them. Right. Like, it's not a big deal. I just don't approach them. Or anybody, for that matter. Yeah. If I go to a bar and I see someone who I don't necessarily like, unless they come up and say hi to me, I'm not going to go by them. I'm not going to go say Even hi. people I don't like, like, I might say hi to them just because- the society standards of course but right like i wouldn't sit there and be like hey let me remind you why you suck right hey say something funny do this dance for me yeah yeah yeah. and even though he was completely being a dick so as part of me that really it it still eats me up that i handled it as poorly as i did yeah i think (laughs) you're right i mean i had one what was it, like two years ago at a Sounders game? Uh-huh. And we're at King Street, right? Shout out to King Street. Whoop, I love that King whoop, Street whoop. Uh, bar and oven. Half the world. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little bar. Uh, and shockingly good pizza, man. So they got a brick oven pizza in there. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Oh, dude, their food is I've good. I've been to King Street. I never had the pizza. Oh, man, my bad. Yeah, I gotta thanks, get you Ted. pizza next time. Sheesh. Now, uh, why don't you say something funny? And you know you're a god in there. <laughs> Am I? Oh, yeah. Sid loves you. Oh, yeah, Sid and her man. Yeah. Oh, I love her. She's the best. Yeah, droids, yeah. Yeah, those guys are great. I got it. So the guy that owns King Street, right? I forgot that that's He's super nice, right? He's and a his, great guy. His wife is awesome, and she listens to the station and stuff. But her honestly, and I go back to the end days. She's been listening and has been a sweetheart to me since those days. She loves Steve Miggs. Every as time as it, everyone should. But it's just funny because like Troy always be like, yeah, you remember? And I always say hi to her and stuff, and I always go, sorry, I'm not Steve. And she's, <laughs> she's like, I know. Well, Steve's the best. That's right. <laughs> so we're sitting in King Street, right? And King Street, before the games, gets really crowded. Uh-huh. So like this girl and her dad are in there, right? And same thing, like, the girl's like, are you Ted Smith? Like, yeah, you're Ted Smith, right? I was like, yeah. And the dad is just awkward, right? And just starts in with, like, fat jokes. <sighs> like, oh, is that, is this probably your pizza, right? And I went, what? No. Well, I just assume you're, and then finally, I just looked at him, I looked at her, and I said, thank you for listening. And I just walked away. Yeah. Because it's like, 
I get that you're uncomfortable, and that and, and like the other thing is too is like I know Miles and Thrill, I know BJ and Migs, Rev. They could bust my ball or my chops. Like you can say balls. I've yeah. been calling people dicks this whole time. Yeah, like dicks I don't, and balls. Dicks you know and what balls. I mean? Like I don't know you, dude. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, like there are jokes you can share with your friends and feel comfortable sharing with your friends, but I would never joke about it to someone who I don't know. Right. Right. And it's just so like, oh, a pizza go by, so of course I want it. I was just yeah. like, th- number one, it's not even that funny. And number two, you didn't want that one because it didn't have the right toppings on yeah, it. Yeah, like you're not, like that's not just, I literally just gave him that disrespectful like, <laughs> all right, nice to meet you, you know? And I also wanted to be like, calm down. Like she's just a fan. Like I'm not going to look like- right, I'm not trying to bang your daughter. Right, like I'm not trying to bang your daughter. Like relax. <laughs> you you know? should have to shown him up. Oh, I should have just been like, are you uncomfortable? <laughs> no, it's not my pizza, and I plan on burning a few calories when I plow your daughter. Now, in a real world, it would be awesome. Like, oh, this pizza? Just smash it in his face. Ah, suck it. Pizza smash. And then take his daughter and leave. Oh, man. She's got a new daddy. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> that was a little weird. Rush has got a new daddy. <laughs> smash the pizza. She's got a new daddy now. Damn, Steve. And she needs a spanking. <laughs> and then, Turns out that pizza had extra sausage. <laughs> I knew this was her pizza because it's meat lovers. Oh, rock hard. <laughs> All right, why don't we take a break when we get back? I don't know what the heck we're going to do, but we'll do something. Let's talk about Oh, I got a good old after story. All right. Build a time machine so you could see the things no one can see. Hold on. Feels like you're standing on the edge. The mega cast will be back. for one of the most explosive movies of the year. Hang on to your ass! Fire! That was complete destruction. Fart of the Furious. Ready? One thing I can guarantee, no one's ready for this. Starring Vin Diesel. I got no choice! Charlize Theron. This should be interesting. They're all mine. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Phase two. Phase two? What's phase two? Bounds away. Now it's my turn. And featuring special guest star Kurt Russell. That took longer than I expected. All right, you get style points for that one. Fart of the Furious. Okay. Hello, human. My name is Robot. Grace the Australian Robot. And the mega cast is back. Get off your knees, you have a new daddy. If you remember a few weeks ago, this is the song I was trying to tell you. No! Yeah, I was like, there's a song we're playing, I really like it. It's like, dun, dun, and you're just like, this what? is it? Yes, I'm suspect. I freaking love this song. Yeah, I honestly, this is probably my favorite song we play right now. This brings me back to like alt-rock 90s era yeah. of music, which is my favorite era of music, um, because it just kind of got like that kind of chill verse, and then it just blows up on the chorus, the Pixies method of writing a song. Yeah, I, I love that song. They're playing Bumbershoot. Are they? Maybe we do another one of our um, things. Maybe. Although, oh, that's Guns N' Roses weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm out for Bumbershoot. Why? Because Friday of Labor Day weekend, I'm driving to Pullman. Saturday, I'm going to see my first game in Pullman. Go Kooks. Oh, nice. And then Saturday, on Sunday that's on the right. way back, I'm going to stop at the Gorge and watch Guns N' Roses. Okay. Well, hopefully we can figure it out so we can at least hang out at the Gorge. Oh, 100%. And since Ted didn't want to invite me to the Pullman thing, I think we've talked about this before. But that's fine. I forgot about it. Well, it's not my fault, I'm Steve. I'm giving you a hard time. Well, no, no, no. Hang on. Hear me out. All right, fine, fine. So fine. the idea, right, was Taryn and I came up with this idea. Then we were like, well, we're well, bringing Taryn up. Yeah. So, oh, and you're renting an RV with Taryn. And we were going to have her. Uh, where did that idea come from? Have Brad, her boyfriend, drive us so oh, we can get even, drunk the whole time. Oh, even better. Yeah. But then they pulled an audible and their friends already own a massive RV. So oh, they were like, great. just come with us. Awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm real happy for you guys. All right. Well, yeah. so you can hang out in there, Guns N' Roses, Steve. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah. Throw me a bone while you're at it. All right, you want to go to Pullman? I no. did invite you, didn't I? Uh, I don't know if you did. 
I think I ran the idea by you. No, I think I gave you crap, and then you reluctantly said, you can come too. <laughs> I'm, cool. sure, I'm sure your wife would be pumped. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're going for a three-day weekend. No, it's, it's a lot of uh, traveling. I, I give you a hard time, but like August is going to be nuts. and Yeah, and Bumbershoot, I don't, nothing really crazy jumped out of me at Bumbershoot. I'm, I'm act- I mean, I like Odessa, but... To go to Bumbershoot to see Weezer too. Uh, Lord. I mean, I love to see Lord. I think Lord's amazing. I don't want to deal with Bumbershoot crowds to see Lord. Yeah, like last year, honestly, the only reason, just because I hadn't I hadn't seen Run the Jewels yet, so I was like, we got to go see that. And that was worth it. Right. And, and that was perfect because we went when it wasn't crazy. Like, yeah. if, and, and once it started getting crazy with Macklemore, we left. We left. Right. Which, I'm bummed we missed Macklemore, but I'm not bummed that we weren't at Bumbershoot to watch Macklemore. Because Bumbershoot sucks. I'm sorry. I... I I used to love going to Bumbershoot. And you know what? Bumbershoot doesn't suck. Being old and impatient sucks. Yeah. I don't have the energy to deal with lines. I don't have the energy to stand in a line for six hours so I can hopefully get inside the electronic arena to see some EDM acts. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't have that in me. It's, it, it's definitely nothing against Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot hasn't changed. It's always been elbows to blank holes. In, in the crowd, I just don't have the tolerance for it anymore. Well, and let me ask you this too: Do you think over the years, because there's so many, like it used to be, there was like Bumbershoot, mm-hmm. there was like what Lollapalooza and like Coachella, yeah, or, or what's the one in May out at uh, the Gorge? Oh, uh, Sasquatch, right? But it now, used to only be one night, right? But now there's just there's all these festivals, whether it's down in the South or this mm-hmm. or that, and it's all the time. Like I don't know, like I like festivals, but I'm almost kind of like I wouldn't mind just going to see. A show again. Yeah. Like when I went to see Run the Jewels at Soto, I was like, this is awesome. Like it's kind of fun. Like, so, I don't know. I feel like eventually we might get back to that. Like I'm excited just to go party, watch Guns N' Roses, and then party again. Yeah. Not have to run around from place to place. No, sometimes it gets a little bit of a. And, and dude, I think it actually it has nothing to do with the, the, the concerts, the festivals. It has to do with us. I think we. Yeah. After, we got old. We got old. Yeah. And I think you come to a point where it's like the idea of seeing 30 bands in one day is not as awesome as it was when we were in our 20s. Yeah, you're exactly right. I was going to make an argument. You're right. We just got old. So, Bumbershoot, I apologize. I didn't mean to say that you suck. Uh, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. You know, you can kick me out of the charity event that you're doing. If that's fine, I'm sorry. I will say this is... I I spoke out of turn. This is a random one for Bumbershoot, but that was the first time. And this... Remember, because you were just dating your girl and I was dating that other blonde girl. My first date, official date with Sid was Stone Temple Pilots at Bumbershoot. All right, so that day. Yeah. Right? I remember that was the first time. This sounds silly. It's the first time I had a pumpkin spice latte. And I was like, this is so good. What is this? And they were just passing out samples. And they were like, it's a pumpkin spice latte. I look back on it as the first time, first official date with my wife. Ted looks back on that show as the first official time he had a pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. And that was also the show I got to do the stage announcement for, for Stone Temple for, Pilots. Yeah. We had to wait forever because the band was quote unquote late. And we and then T.I. played before them. Yes. T.I. and then I remember, what was it? Keisha Cole? Keisha, I, no. Kesha Cole? No. I don't remember. I remember she was boring and I was like, I want this to be over. And then it was just weird seeing T.I. in the middle of the day too at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Certain bands do not, do not, um, they don't seem to translate well in the sun. Run, well, that was the thing. I got to give Bumbershoot credit for Run the Jewels. I don't know if they, they timed that perfect because yeah. they started in the daylight and then ended in the nighttime, and it was like, oh, yes. The, 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 the Bumbershoot experience where I got to do the stage announcement for, for Stone Temple Pilots is still my favorite because I made it a point while I was up mm-hmm. on stage to give a shout out to the Ted Smith because I knew he was in the audience, only to find out the next day Ted already left. Yeah, she was always sick. Yeah, she being his the girl, girl at the time. Right, it wasn't the pumpkin spice latte. No. Nah, yeah. She was like, oh, should we just go? And I was like, all right, right. And then Steve texted me like, did you hear the shout out? And I were oh. in her car. I was like, oh, my God. No, I didn't. Oh, it was like one of my favorite moments. I'm like, yeah. yeah so right? I, 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 I totally manipulated my stage presence in front of 20,000 people or whatever it is to say hi to my friend Ted, who I see all the time. Mm-hmm. And well, and you'll it. never get up there again after you described it as a horrible festival. That's a good point. I know. I don't. I didn't mean Bumbershoot sucks. Like no, the no, festival. No. Uh, obviously, the organizers are all great. The lineup is fine. I'm old and impatient. I don't want to deal with it. I yeah. suck. Not, I mean, look, it's if, not if you. We were it's in town, me. Right. If there was no Guns and Roses, we'd still be there to see Highly Suspect. I see Highly love- Suspect. I want to see Little Yachty too. <laughs> <laughs> He's just strange. I like him.
Um, I wanted to ask you, what are they going to, the hell, old, oh. old effer. Old effer, all right. So this is just a quick one, right? Yeah, okay. So I don't know if you saw, like. Which is funny, because last night I was at home thinking about the mega cast, like, oh, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we got to do a night cast again, and we got to call old effer. Oh, he'd be pumped. I don't know what he's going to say now. So I don't know if you noticed the other day on Twitter, College Park was trending. College oh. Park, Maryland is where I grew up. Uh, it's where my, my dad still lives in the house I grew up in. So it was trending because of this massive five alarm fire oh, geez. that was going on, right? And I think five is is the highest they go, right? It, it is when it comes to chicken wings. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that is a good way to think about it, but I'm pretty, like, I, I, for some reason I thought you were going to have a real fireman answer. You're like, well, chicken wings. Dude, I know there a was a massive fire. They should have doused it in ranch. Dude, they should have. <laughs> or yogurt. Right? So, so I'm talking to my dad today. We're talking about, uh, you know, he went over to my cousins for Easter. My Uncle Phil had been in town, so we're chit-chatting. And he goes, did you hear about that fire? Uncle Phil? I didn't know you were related to the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> It was Maryland, born and raised on the playgrounds where Ted spent most of his days. Uncle Phil's the man. <laughs> Hates DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> uh, so, he does hate him. Throws him out every time. Such a bitch move. So, I'm talking to my I'm talking to my dad today, and I go, so where, I go, yeah, 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 I saw it was trending, that massive fire. And he starts describing it, and he goes, remember that hotel you were in last time? And I go, yeah. And he goes... Well, it's right there across the street. You remember that? And I go, yeah. And he goes, you know, it's right next to this and that. You remember that? I go, yeah. And he goes, well, it's right down the street. And I go, I remember where it is. Like, what happened? Right. We we did not need step five and step six. I was already on board at step one. Right. He asked me like three times. And then he went, and it dips into Berwyn Heights. You remember, remember that? Jesus Christ. Like, yes, I lived there for 21 years. I remember the place. Dad, do you remember I used to live there for half of my life? Right. I was like, I was just back there in February. Like, I was driving down Route 1 in College Park. Like, yes, I remember. I I don't know. That just had me dying laughing. That's like you being like, hey, Dad, how you doing? I'm sitting at home watching the couch. uh, Sitting on the couch. Watching the couch. Watching the TV. Standing, watching the couch. TV behind me. Remember the couch? Remember the couch set? It's right by our television set. Do you remember that? You remember that? It's right. It's it's to the left of the kitchen. Do you remember the kitchen? (laughs) He started going old school. Remember, it used to be this place. Like, yes, like, I know the block you're speaking of. I think all parents have the same capabilities for small talk. Because I feel like oh, yeah. the, the, the stories you share are just like conversations I have with my mom. My mom, every... All right, let's talk about something that she remembers that is not true, but I've hit the point where I've just given up because every year she would bring it up and forget that I corrected her and said that never happened. New Year's Eve, we always, around that time, either that night or the next day, we call, wish them a happy New Year's, right? Sure. And every time she's like, I'm watching the ball drop and blah, blah, blah. Remember that time you went and it was really cold and you went to watch the ball drop in New York? And I'm like, no, mom, I have never been to Times Square for New Year's Eve. Never. Yeah. And she's like, no, remember after college? All you, I'm like, no, I had my friends pick me up on New Year's Eve to take me to a house party in Long Island. Like, I had nothing to do with anything to do with Times Square. Every year comes up. To the point now, my wife and I laugh every time because like, at first my wife's like, "Why are you arguing with her about this?" I'm like, "Because it's not true." It's not true, right? And she's like, well, "Why does she think it's true?" I'm like, "I don't know. I correct her every time." So finally, I just stopped correcting her. So she'd be like, "Remember that time?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." It was, so, and I'm like, "And it was so cold." And my wife is every time she's like, "That never happened. Why are you now agreeing with her?" I'm like, "I don't know which is better, either to just agree to get over with this story or to have the the yearly argument." I yeah. I know somebody uh, that sometimes will add themselves <laughs> to stories that I have, uh-huh. and like I, it's a weird thing. Is if there's other people around, like do you like I don't know? Yeah, I, do, do you shut them down? Do you just go, hey, bro, you weren't there? You know what I mean? Or just like one time, I just kind of laughed because it just wasn't the environment to just shut somebody down. So I was uh-huh. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm, I'm going like, you you weren't there. Weird. Yeah. 
It is funny how things, and we all do it. I mean, that's the beauty of you share stories over the course of your life. Sometimes the stories morph into something else or aren't exactly how it actually happened. But like, I know somebody that would always share a story about an encounter that we had with a celebrity. And the whole encounter with the celebrity was me and the celebrity. All right. I said something because the celebrity was being terrible and I called him out on it and it didn't know I was calling him out on it. And it, it led to like just like a dramatic, like kind of weird moment. Well, now the guy shares the story and it's like it all happened with him, not me. Yeah. And it's like at first I would correct it. And I'm like, now I'm at the point where it's like, ah, whatever. I know, we, I know the person is not intentionally turning it into a story about them. I just think over the course of however many times he tells the story, the story changes a little bit. Dude, and dudes are the worst. Oh, yeah. They're like, stories always get embellished and this and that. You'll notice a lot of times when I tell a story, like, I'll do it. Like, dude, had to be... Ha- All right, it was probably 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I try to catch myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, there was 50... Ah, there's probably like 25 people there. I know, I always preface things now. I'm like, understand that this is from 15 years ago, and I was really wasted. And so, I'm not exactly sure of all the details, but what I remember... And then I would go into the story, and it's like, I didn't, I didn't need to give this whole preamble before sharing a stupid story about maybe the time I pooped myself or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm just, I try to be conscious of like overextending the story or, I mean, sometimes on the air for funniest, like I'll embellish a little bit. Oh yeah. Or maybe say something stupid that I normally wouldn't say. Yeah. But like, I don't know. My dad did it for years. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I remember driving home from like something and being like, like asking my mom like that and like, nah, that didn't happen. Oh, my parents, they... Ninety uh, percent of the stories that they share to Sid over the course of us, my wife getting to know my parents, like I would have to pull her aside after the story and be like, "It did not happen that way." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, so you didn't curse out a mechanic when your car wasn't working?" I'm like, "No. Do you really think I would curse out a mechanic? Go tell him to go f himself and fix this by the time I get back?" No, my dad has created this like aggressive son <laughs> that is yelling at mechanics to fix his vehicle. Yeah, and then my mom's on the other side. Sometimes she tells stories that put such a rosy light on it where I have to go, no, mom, I was the a-hole in that story and the bad person. Like, it's okay. Right. <laughs> no, that must have been your friend hanging out. Like, no, no, that was me. I was a jerk. I was a jerk that day. Sometimes I'm a jerk, mom. Right? It's okay. I was hitting on a, a, a dude's daughter at a listener party. And I smashed him in the face with a pizza. And then I just said, I, she's got a new daddy now. <laughs> It still sounds creepy. You know, why don't we get out of here? It's been fun. All right. Um, I just had a brain fart. I was like, do we have something? I don't think we have anything to promote right now. No, nothing's going on next week. You know, we need to get back on the podcast. I don't know what he's up to, but I haven't heard from him in like about a month. It's our friend Luke. Yeah, I've, where has Luke been? I don't. They know. resigned him. He resigned, and I feel like in his new contract, he's not allowed to talk to us. Hmm. No, no personal stuff either, huh? Nothing. I haven't heard from him in like a month. Maybe we should tell the mega family. Tweet at him. Oh, yeah. That's no. Don't. No? All right. No. No. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would sound so needy. Hey, Steve and Ted haven't heard from you, Luke. It's like when your mom's like, have you called your brother? You should call your brother. Call your brother. You clear? All right. Um. Pfft. I have no idea where this our segment stopped because our computer just crashed on us. Yeah, and, that happened. And uh, for a half a second, I didn't even think we were going to be able to finish the podcast or even have a podcast. I thought we just completely wasted 45 minutes of our day. Yep, yep, yep. Turns but, out hey, we didn't. There was an option. It was ballsy, but we did it, and the yep. cast is back. We took a chance, and we succeeded, and we're just going to end the podcast now in fear of losing everything. So yeah. thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter, <laughs> at the Megacast. We'll be back next week. See ya.